Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiny East Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 3, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We're going to go ahead and talk about movies, TV, and read some fiction. If you want to get hold of the show, you can go ahead and go to Facebook.com, Aaron's Horror Show, or you can go to Twitter.com, Aaron Horror Show, or you can go ahead and send us an email at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Uh, you could also go ahead and support the show by going to Patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. After gushing over Daybreak, saying it was the best thing since sliced bread and sliced cheese and sliced deli meats, uh, I decided to watch a show that I was pretty darn sure was going to be something that I watched so you didn't have to, and sadly, I really think you should watch it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, because it's not a show I would normally like. Uh, the show is called Prank Encounters, and... Uh, of course, it is a prank show, and and I usually don't like prank shows, you know. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of humor, you know, and this goes to my taste in comedy, uh, and, you know, this is why I really like Daybreak, because it didn't really have this type of humor in there, but I, I really don't like humor that is at the the expense of, of somebody else in, in, in the sense of somebody that, you know, doesn't deserve it <laughs> you know what i mean like like i don't mind when like you know uh you know in daybreak when uh some you know one of the golf people like terence marquesian in the first episode died uh <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny right because the guy was a jerk and deserved it so but uh you know in in when it comes to like prank shows i usually don't like them because i feel that a lot of them are mean-spirited you know like i feel i feel bad for the people that are being pranked upon more so than enjoying the prank, you know? And and that's usually what I feel when I'm watching a show like that. That's like a prank show. Like, like I'm not a big fan of when people pick on other people. I, I really, you know, and, and maybe it goes down to that I was the, the dorky person in high school and the one picked on. So, you know, I I empathize with those folks out there. So I usually am not a, not a big fan of humor that, you know, in, involves people... Uh, being, being, you know, mean to someone else, you know, I'm not, not a big fan of just being mean, <laughs> you know, I think I've, you know, that's why I like kind of absurd and, and, and all this other kind of humor, but, uh, yeah, uh, I thought this was going to be one of those shows, but it really wasn't, it was like the best prank show I've ever seen, like, like, 
and like I said, I haven't seen much because I'm not a big fan of these shows, but man, like, what's really interesting about it is it seems like the people that had the pranks done on them actually were having a really good time, and, and it, you know, it, it goes down to this game I used to play with my friends. We, we, we called it Scare Game, and, uh, you know, the, the point of the game was to, like, scare each other, and, uh, the, the rules of scare game were, you know, everyone who's at the house that night, uh, has to stay in one room or outside on the porch or, or something. You just pick a location where everyone stays in. And then one person goes in and kind of sets a haunted house up and, and you kind of walk through the house in the pitch black and, and get scared. And, you know, the, the examples of the scare, you know, of, of the really good scares over the years, there was one where all of us were in a line in this hallway and, uh, my friend put his, uh, it might've been a pager. <laughs> That's how old this was. Uh, or, or maybe, uh, maybe it was a cell phone, but either way, they put something on vibrate on top of the dishwasher and the dishwasher was like behind a, like one of those, like, you know, sliding closet doors in a hallway. And so it was right next to you. And he waited until the line of us. And we were, you know, it was, completely pitch black. He could not see the person in front of you. And we were all like holding each other, you know, like we had our hands on the back of the person in front of us. So to get through this hallway. Right. And, uh, <laughs> the, he said, he puts it on like the scare was he put it on vibrate. He waited until all of us were in the hallway and then he set off the vibrate and it was on the dish or on the washing machine in such a way that it just made this like like growl noise of like this beast that's like sitting there in the hallway and and the the girl who is the scaredest you know like she she was the one that you know would scream the loudest uh she was in the back of the line of course because she wanted the braver ones to go first but because she had panicked she like sent everyone screaming because she was trying to push through everybody in front of her you know to get away from this noise and and so everyone screamed and we all pile, like fell on top of each other screaming like like you know it was good and then and then another you know this is another time we were doing it around the time the ring came out that movie the ring and uh like you know my friend uh uh sets it up to where like you know uh and we had lots of friends doing this and, and sets it up to where like, like as soon as we walk into the living room, the ring video just starts playing on the TV, you know, <laughs> kind of creepy after that movie just came out, you know, uh, like the, the video that like kills people, you know, that's like he had set the DVD to that and just hit on pause and it just like started, you know, and he turned on the TV right at that moment too. So it looked like it just came on, you know, uh, you know, another, another good one is we were on the top of a balcony and someone put a, a mask on a broom handle and poked it over the side of the balcony, uh, where nothing would like a person wouldn't be able to climb. Uh, I had another friend who, you know, he was able to like, you know, using his hands on both sides of the wall and his feet on both sides of the wall, he was able to like actually stick himself <laughs> on the ceiling to where he can like like, hold himself in a narrow hallway to where he was, like, on the ceiling, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, crazy scare things that we would do, and we called it the scare game, and and we tried to do it in as many different houses as possible, because part of the fun of it was, uh, 
you know, doing the house you didn't know anything about. And that was, you know, like if it was a new house, the new people were not allowed to go in the house beforehand. So they would have to go through this house in the dark and not even know what the house looked like. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and yes, there were some dangers. My, uh, my, when we did it at my, my parents' house, uh, we, we broke a, a picture, I think it was, <laughs> a picture frame, you know, because someone freaked out and ran into the picture and it shattered and, you know, we had to stop that one because, you know, glass uh, was, was, you know, we had to turn on the lights at that point. But anyways, Prank Encounters, I felt, captures the spirit of scare game where all the people that are being scared are really having fun. And what's really nice about it, uh, oh, by the way, the host of it is the I'm blanking on his name, uh, the kid from, uh, uh, from, uh, Stranger Things who, who, who sings the, uh, the, 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 the theme song to the never ending story, uh, you know, the, the curly haired one, like he's, he's the host, uh, anyways, uh, you know, and, and they set up these very, very elaborate pranks. So like, for example, there's one where, you know, an alien pops out of a guy's chest, uh, the, the prank, like they always get two people that are not in on it and then the rest of the people are are all actors you know and and then eventually you know when you i think there's only eight episodes but when you watch all eight episodes you start seeing like the reoccurring like they got the same cast for almost all the pranks so you're like oh that was the actor that played this other part and in, in one of the other scares but you know they do this one where there's a you know a receptionist at a urgent care ward and then there's another one who's like she's like a like a personal assistant to you know a celebrity and in this case the celebrity is an astronaut who just came back from space who had a really important discovery and then he starts having chest pains and they take him to the urgent care and then eventually gets to the point where this alien pops out of his chest uh and you know the alien is is played by an actor uh you know and uh <laughs> you know but like you know and then there's another one where they're like there's a they're in a highway in the you know in investigating accidents and and one one of the people thinks she's been hired by the you know state patrol to like do it and the other one thinks she's hired by an insurance adjuster to go look at this accident and eventually they get to the point where like they're all in the car screaming because they think this bigfoot is like attacking them and they even get like one like a bigfoot to like punch through the window of the car and grab one of the actors and pull him out of the car while they're all sitting in it like like it's very very elaborate uh you know there's another one where they're at a you know a, a a camp and and they start thinking that there's this like like killer on the loose and they they start seeing it outside the window of their cabin and and then eventually one person gets pulled through the window apparently it's very good for scaring people pulling people through windows uh uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, but yeah, what, what really struck me as it not being mean was just the fact that like at the end when they reveal it's a prank, like they all seem to be having a really good time with it. They're like, I don't know, <laughs> they're all, I don't know. It's, it's interesting that reveal and, and maybe it's edited. Maybe they hated their time <laughs> being pranked upon, but it, it really does feel like once they realize it's a it's a you know a, a a prank show uh 
they are laughing and having a good time and they're like, oh my god, you really had me going. Like, I was terrified. Uh, you know, and I don't know. It's, <laughs> like, I, I actually wouldn't mind being someone pranked in a very elaborate prank show like that. Like, <laughs> like well, but then again, I'm a person that likes to, you know, watch scary movies or do scary things. Like, you know, I, I, maybe not everyone would like that, you know. My wife doesn't like scary movies, so I maybe she would hate people scaring her, but... I kind of love people scaring me because, you know, I play the scare game and then <laughs> there's the show Prank Encounters that, that scares people, but very super elaborate. Like, I don't know, the, the, the budget they have, like, the best way to describe it is that the people in it suddenly think they're in a real-life horror movie. Like, like <laughs> whatever is happening, they think it's really happening, and... And I, I really would love to see a second season of it. Uh, I don't know how long the show has as, as far as <laughs> a life expectancy. Because, you know, <laughs> if it's a hit show or, you know, even mildly popular, you got to get to the point where, you know, <laughs> like people know <laughs> that this kind of thing can happen and are just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is a show that I'm on. Like there was this one, you know, uh, there's this one where they made it look like this, like psychotic doctor had kidnapped a woman and, and did like plastic surgery on her face to make this woman that he kidnapped look like his dead wife. And, and of course the, they leave all these clues for the, the two people that they're pranking on to figure it out. And of course they do and they get, and, and the one of them gets really freaked out. It's like, ha, ah, you know, like, like, like thinks the doctor really is crazy. And, and eventually when the doctor starts to like move towards them, like he's going to like attack them, she really freaks out. And the other dude just was like stoic. <laughs> like he never reacted at all. Like if he was scared, he like did not show it. Like there was one person in this whole eight episodes that like, like, I don't know, <laughs> to me, he looked like he could have been riding the city bus, <laughs> you know, like, like the same expression of a person on the city bus as he did finding out this doctor was like, like psychotic, like, you know, like, like <laughs> if this guy's listening, I don't know your name, but if you're listening to this podcast, go out and play professional poker, man, because no one can read your emotions, you know what I mean? Like, like you got a talent, right? <laughs> I, if you were really scared, it didn't read, at least for me, it looked like you, you were, like, mildly bored by the <laughs> whole thing, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, you know, if you, if you want just a good, light-hearted, fun show, and, you know, I don't normally you know, recommend non-fictional shows on this. This is, in fact, my first time I reviewed a non-fictional show, and, you know, I, I just thought it was going to be silly, but it I ended up really enjoying it, and I, you know, I devoured it. I literally watched it as quickly as I could, and I stayed up really late just to, like, see what would happen next, and I don't know, you know, and, and I also just like the fact that it seems like, you know, at the end of the day, the people that they did the pranks on had a good time. Uh, I know I would. <laughs> I also don't know why that, you know, some of them didn't end in disaster. Like there's this one with like, like killer teddy bears, you know, and 
and the teddy bear starts chasing this one dude down the hall and you know fight or flight man like <laughs> i would have kicked the teddy bear you know what i mean like <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> i don't know why that hasn't happened where somebody hasn't like <laughs> you know attacked one of the actors uh i'm sure they would stop it if that happened but you know in in that situation once again fight or flight like <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah maybe they profile the people you know <laughs> maybe they don't get the guy that's uh prone to bar fights to be the person they're pranking you know like like maybe they 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 you know because they're, they're all anyone who's being pranked upon thinks that they're being hired to do a job right so they're all there because they're they're think they're working for a temp agency you know so so maybe they ask questions to make sure they're the type that have the flight response and not the fight response, <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be bad in a show like this. But, uh, yeah, I'd, lo I'd love to see uh, another season. And, you know, probably not going to go on for very long because eventually people will be like, oh, yeah, that's just a prank encounter, man. <laughs> you know, once, once it becomes a national, uh, everyone knows about a thing. But, uh yeah, anyways, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, have a good night, and uh, yeah, go have a good time and, and watch some uh, prank encounters. <laughs> <laughs>